Hi, Troy. Hey Rodney, good evening. Happy 4th to you. Happy Independence Day. Brother Corey, happy Independence Day to you.
Happy Independence Day, everybody. Gonna cover some ground tonight. Appreciate anybody here that's here. Brother Rob Bennett. Glad to have you. Patriot, brother, friend, indeed, all of you. Hot coffee on a hot day. Fresh off the shooting range. Doing some long-range shooting again. Trying to stretch that thing out. 90 degrees out there. That's when you want to train, when it's shitty. Last time it was pouring rain. This time it was 90 degrees out there in the sun. But that's when you want to do it. Bad guys don't show up just on nice days. It's good to train when things are at their worst. We're going to cover some shit tonight. I'm going to read a couple Bible scripture first to start out and set the stage for what we're going to get into. This first one I'm going to read comes from Romans 1, chapter 1, verse 24 through 32. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Funny thing right there, because he adds this, it says, even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men and men, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Reading that scripture right there in many countries in the world today would land you in prison, probably a pretty healthy fine for what they consider to be hate speech, because that's what truth is today, is hate speech, hence I can't get on YouTube still for an undetermined amount of time for sharing what we all know to be truth in the face of all of the lies, all of the social engineering, all of the propaganda. They think we're all that stupid that we're just going to cave and give in and buy the shit. Got another Bible verse I want to read. This one comes from 2 Timothy 3. And I'm doing this to kind of picture frame what it is we want to talk about for a little bit at the beginning of this live feed. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. That's twice that the Father mentioned that part right there. So it must be pretty important that we honor our mother and our father. We see very little of that today. 
I know those on here demand it from their children. God bless you for it. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. I see a lot of that. Unholy. Without natural affection. And we're going to focus in on that part here a little bit tonight. Without natural affection. Truce breakers. False accusers. Incontinent. Fierce despisers of those that are good. We see a lot of that too, don't we? Fierce despisers of those that are good. Traitors. We see a lot of that too. Heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. For such, turn away. I think that pretty well sums up society today. I was doing some reading because I... I, I re- talked about this a while back several live feeds ago I was talking about uh, this series that I found on YouTube called the collapse of civilizations and it went all the way from the beginning of history as close to post flood as you can get and it talks about the elements involved in the collapse of all civilizations And so I did a little digging because I knew it to be true. I had read it someplace, though I couldn't find that particular article. But I'm going to point this one out. In 1947, uh, sociologist Dr. Carl Zimmerman wrote a text called Family and Civilization. He identified 11 symptoms of the final decay observable in the fall of both the Greek and Roman civilizations, which really... If you look at it, we have uh, the Tower of Babel, okay, in Babylon. That was one of the greatest nations uh, on, in the world at that time. Then we had the Medo-Persians who took over from there. And from there we went to the Greek. And from the Greeks, they fell to the Romans. And the Roman civilization, actually, just as the Bible predicted, hundreds of years before it ever happened, that the Roman civilization never actually disappeared. It just split into two two different factions, and from there broke down into ten smaller factions, which is the Italians, the Germans, uh, all all the above. But see how many characterize our society today. And so I'm going to read through these, 1 through 11, okay? And this is what happened in both the Greek and Roman civilizations, and I'm sure it's happened in all civilizations, at least to some degree, Number one on that list is no-fault divorce, something that both the Greek Empire and the Roman civilization both gave into. Birth dearth, which is increased disrespect for parenthood and parents. And this is all going to play right in, like I said, to what it is primarily I want to talk about tonight. So anyway, like I said, increased disrespect for parenthood and parents. So that plays right into what the Bible said disrespectful to parents, meaningless marriage rites and ceremonies, defamation of past national heroes. We're at that stage right now too, aren't we? I think you'll find that all of these apply to where we're at in God's time clock right now. So defamation of past national heroes is number four. Acceptance of alternative marriage forms Yeah, we've got that one down. Now, mind you, this was written in 1947, folks. Widespread attitudes of feminism, narcissism, and hedonism. Propagation of anti-family sentiment. 
Acceptance of most forms of adultery is number eight. Number nine is rebellious children. Number 10 is increased juvenile delinquency. And number 11 is common acceptance of all forms of sexual perversion. And even though it hasn't gone mainstream yet, they're knocking at the door of pedophilia being mainstream. We already know, folks, between Pizzagate and all the things, we know beyond any shadow of a doubt, no matter how much mainstream media tries to bury this and hide it and deny it and act as though we've all lost our minds because we know the truth. But the fact is, we know that pedophilia is just around the corner from being acceptable. So the final one in that is common acceptance of all forms of sexual perversion. So that being said, another thing I know for a fact, just like the Bible read, is that even the women became immoral. When the female facet of a society finally goes that way, it is one of the final straws because we look to the women, they're the mothers, they're the nurturers, they are the lovers. Even though they don't think like a man, they bring something to the table that men do not possess. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, is the old adage. And so we look at what's happening today with great frequency. And I'm going to read some articles here, and this is just some. There were many I could have put up here, but I'm not going to drone on. And again, folks, I'm sorry if this stuff seems depressing, but the point of the matter is, folks, I cannot stress enough how important it is that in lieu of all of the depressing things out there that are taking the hope from so many people, we have a hope much greater than anything that we're going to find in this world, and that is our Heavenly Father and His Son on the cross, crucified and resurrected. For sins of all people who would accept that great gift. So I'm going to read through some of these articles, folks. 28-year-old mother charged with murdering her three young children in East Los Angeles home. East L.A., an eight, a 28-year-old woman accused of killing her three young children inside their East Los Angeles home has been charged with three counts each of murder and assault on a child causing death, according to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. Cameras were not allowed in the court for Sandra Chico's first appearance before a judge. Her arraignment was postponed until mid-July, and her bail was increased from $2 million to $6 million. In an instant... Three innocent children were taken from us, and we are crestfallen. District Attorney George Gascon said in a statement, Nothing is more heartbreaking than the tragic betrayal of a parent failing to protect their children. And I would throw this right back at you, Mr. District Attorney, because you're probably one of those California people, and pardon my assumptions, but you're probably all for abortion, which these horrors of Babylon have decided to use as a murderous form of birth control. The victims, Chico's three small children, were identified as four-year-old Mia Rodriguez, her three-year-old brother Mason Rodriguez, and their baby brother Milan Rodriguez, who was just under two months old. 
Sheriff's deputies responded to the home at the 600 block of South Ferris Avenue Monday just before 1 p.m. Sheriff's deputies found the children unresponsive and not breathing at the home. Deputies and paramedics attempted life-saving measures, but all three children were pronounced dead at the scene at the hands of their mother. There was no forewarning of any kind. There was no repeated calls for service. DCFS was not involved. There was no allegations of child abuse. This was just an out-of-the-blue tragedy where this woman snapped and murdered her children. Now tell me to my face that this world is not swimming in a demonic presence. Things like this prove it's fact. San Jose mother confesses to strangling seven-year-old son found dead near Las Vegas. In Nevada, 35-year-old San Jose mother on Wednesday was denied bail by a Nevada judge who was told by a prosecutor that the woman admitted strangling her seven-year-old son. Now, mind you folks, all of this has taken place in the last seven days. Samantha Moreno Rodriguez made an initial court. There's that name again, Rodriguez. What is it with that? But this is a completely different case, folks. Samantha Moreno Rodriguez made an initial court appearance by video after being arrested June 8th in Denver and transferred Monday to Nevada. Liam Husted's body was found May 28th outside Las Vegas and remained unidentified for over a week. Rodriguez was arrested after a family friend told San Jose police that she had not seen Rodriguez or Liam and she recognized the boy from a widely distributed rent rendering prepared by the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children. During Wednesday's court appearance, a prosecutor said Rodriguez confessed to strangling her son. Rodriguez's only comment during the proceeding was to confirm her identity. The effect this has to have on people that are close to these families, I can't even imagine. Here's another one, Nevada mother. And like I said, folks, pay close attention to this because, okay, it is very, very strange that the female segment of the population has begun turning on its own children. That is one of the very last stages of societal collapse. Nevada mother accused of killing five-year-old daughter after locking her in a hot bedroom with no air conditioning. A young Nevada mother was, has been arrested for the death of her five-year-old child who was locked in a hot bedroom without any air conditioning alongside her younger sister amid a nationwide heat wave, and it has been blistering hot. Kamea Taylor was taken into custody Monday night and is facing a charge of open murder and two counts of child abuse or neglect. When officers arrived at her Las Vegas home around 7 p.m. that day, they found Taylor's elder daughter unresponsive inside an overheated bedroom. She was pronounced dead a short time later. And the list goes on. Mom who sexually abused children during booze and THC-infused sleepovers got 64 to 102 years in prison. A Nebraska mother who sexually abused two of her daughter's friends during sleepovers was sentenced to at least 64 years in prison this week. On the upper end, she will serve 102 years in prison if such a term were possible. Christina Greer, 38, was accused of sexually assaulting two boys aged 12 and 13 
In March of this year, she was convicted on three counts of first-degree sexual assault of a minor. Like I said, folks, you can go through and find dozens of these on the Internet. Let's see what we got here. Biden's crisis. Illegal alien accused of beheading a man playing soccer with his head while out on bail. An illegal alien with an extensive criminal history was indicted on a first-degree murder charge Tuesday after police say he uh, confessed to beheading a man and then callously playing soccer with his head. An illegal alien with extensive criminal history playing soccer ball with this man's head. Joe Acrianiaga Sayens, I can't pronounce this shit, 25, admitted to police that he had stabbed the victim, a 51-year-old James Garcia, in Donna Ana County, New Mexico, and then cut his head off. This man then played soccer with his head by kicking the victim's head at 14 different cars, according to an affidavit. During his confession, the suspect told the police that he killed Garcia as revenge. So I think that pretty well sums up the Bible verses that I read. I've got one last one here. Boy Scouts offer to compensate sexual abuse victims in historic $850 million bankruptcy settlement. The Boy Scouts of America more than doubled its initial offer of compensation to sexually abused scouts late Thursday to $850 million, setting the stage for a historic settlement as part of the youth organization's bankruptcy proceedings. Again, folks, we see it in the churches. We see it in the Boy Scouts. Where don't you see it? And again, just as I had read, the 11 points that characterize a societal collapse I think we qualify, I think we're overqualified for each and every one of these. This is a sad state of affairs. So I'm going to close these out because I don't want to read them again. Yep, Boy Scouts. So on to another topic. DHS report warns of possible 4th of July militia gathering in Washington, D.C. I believe that Brother Rob Bennett shared this article with me. We've been talking about this the last couple, two or three live feeds, about different facets of this, the military's new criteria to flush out patriots, or as they like to call them, white nationalists. The Department of Homeland Security is warning of a possible violent militia rally on July 4th in Washington, D.C., according to a law enforcement document obtained by Yahoo News. They're just certain they're going to keep poking the dog. The report dated July 1st and produced by the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Intelligence and Analysis says the FBI reporting indicates that suspected violent extremists, all white, I'm sure, may be planning to attend a large public gathering for the July 4 holiday on Capitol Hill. 
as of mid-June, a private social media platform contained a discussion from four suspected militia members about the Million Man Patriots gathering, the DHS report says, citing FBI intelligence. That's about uh, FBI and intelligence in the same sentence. Yeah, that's an oxymoron. The discussion on the platform indicated it was past time for them to have a peaceful rally. Yeah, so there's a peaceful rally and inquired whether they were allowed to bring toys to D.C., likely referring to weapons. I think somebody on this feed could probably answer that question for them. The DHS report states, The potential size of the event is unknown, and it appears DHS is uncertain that it will actually take place. But yet they're going to put this article out there. There's another interesting article I come across. Perfect Storm Bulletin Warns of Extremist Violence as Pandemic Restrictions Lift. This one's a hoot. Federal authorities are deeply concerned about the possibility of domestic terror and violence, including mass shootings, because God knows the militia is just responsible for so many mass shootings out there. Okay. As the 4th of July holiday approaches and the summer season gets fully underway, a new homeland, here's that homeland security thing again. You know, most of this information is being fed to them via Facebook, too. For anybody out there that posts those things that I mentioned some live feeds ago, you know, those things where everybody goes, hmm, yeah, yeah. Never let people know what you're thinking, folks. Okay, rule one. Federal authorities are deeply concerned about the possibility of domestic terror and violence, including mass shootings as the 4th of July holiday approaches and the summer season gets fully underway. A new Homeland Security Bulletin obtained exclusively by ABC News, God knows they're just a bastion of truth, warns that violent extremists might seek to exploit easy COVID-19 restrictions, increasing access to mass gatherings, and possible changes in levels of violence during the summer months to conduct attacks against a range of potential targets with little or no warning. Now, I would ask, what in the fuck are they basing this on? Memes? I ask that question seriously. What the fuck are they basing this bullshit on? They are so intent... I'm painting patriots and conservatives, and of course, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortex said, you know, we need to hunt down every last one of us that supported Trump and make examples of us, and many others have expressed that same mentality. And here we have, again, like I've said numerous times, we have them trying to villainize so that they can criminalize, so that they can then victimize, okay? We've seen these acts of violence, okay, perpetrated predominantly by blacks, okay, and not necessarily BLM, just like that couple that was pulled out of their car in California, or Chicago it was, and shot for absolutely no reason or provocation, pulled from their vehicles, justifiably in their minds, because that's the narrative that the socialist communist Democrats are spewing backed up and supported by mainstream media folks we are at war and if you are white if you're a white patriot if you are a white uh, christian a white conservative if you don't hold to the lgbtq and pedophile movement okay if you don't embrace and listen i'm telling you right now blm 
in their ideology other than the fact that they think that only black lives matter and to say that any other life matters outside of that is racism, which is just absolute fucking lunacy. That is the epitome of fucking stupidity. Okay? All lives fucking matter. Okay? And if you're a fucking asshole, I'm not going to weep over your demise. It's just that fucking simple. And I don't care what color you are. If you're a fucking asshole, fuck you. Who gives a shit? Piss off and fucking die. These people bring it on themselves. It's just like those blacks that pulled that Puerto Rican family out of their vehicle. If that man would have been armed, the death toll probably would have been three. Neither of which would have been Puerto Rican. But California's managed, along with Chicago, to choke out any opportunity to fucking defend yourself, okay? A, a God-given, unalienable right that is simply protected from the government by the Constitution. But these stupid bastards think that we're all dumb enough to just throw our guns out. Here you go. You can have them because, well, you asked for them, you know. And God knows the world without guns is a safer place because the average frickin' response time of a fucking cop is like 38 minutes. And I do not throw those allegations toward the uh, Kalkaska Village Department of Public Safety. They are an exemplary and exceptional organization and I take my hat off to all of those young men constantly so new homeland security bulletin obtained exclusively by ABC News warns that violent extremists might seek to exploit easing COVID-19 restrictions okay with little or no warning okay the intelligence document locks in on the nation returning to normalcy. Okay, so the intelligence document drafted by fucking who, okay, the ATF, uh, Nancy Pelosi and one of her drunken fucking binges. So it locks in on a nation returning to normalcy after the pandemic and notes that by the end of Wednesday, 34 states will have state of emergency orders expired. Oh. Oh my God, you're kidding. You mean we're free to just come and go as we fucking please? Are you kidding me? And that means that there's a potential for extremists to lash out? Give me a break. I don't know how stupid they think everybody is, which means bans on mass gatherings and social distancing restrictions will be largely lifted. In recent weeks, domestic violent extremists, okay, they've even got an acronym for this, okay, domestic violent extremists, DVEs, they call them, motivated by various violent ideologies. I'd like to sit down with some of these stupid bastards on national fucking TV and, and talk through one of these freaking articles that are so full of bullshit fucking assumptions. I would pay $100 an hour to sit down with one of these stupid son of a bitches and debate their bullshit on national TV. But anyway, the violent ideologies have continued to advocate violence and plan attacks. Where in the fuck are they finding this shit? Okay, I know some great patriots. I've never heard of anybody freaking advocating violence and plans of attacks on anything. Fuck, I tell people it's like the Joe Biden and uh, freaking uh, our illustrious governor 
wretched witless coming to Traverse City. You know, there was guys inviting me to go over there and hold up signs saying Joe Biden's a dickhead or whatever the fuck it said. Why? I haven't been to one of these freaking rallies. I'm not going to it. You want to know why? Because it's freaking pointless. Unless we're going there to kick somebody's fucking ass, why do you gonna they don't listen to you, they don't give a shit what you got to fucking say, they're gonna do whatever the fuck it is they want. Period. And to hold up signs saying Joe Biden is a dickhead, who gives a shit, okay? He's not the dickhead, he's the dickhead that all the other dickheads elected. You know, these elected people aren't the freaking problem, folks. It's these stupid sons of bitches that are voting for them, and now we can say that, yeah, the frickin' election was rigged with Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants, but the fact of the matter remains, it probably wasn't rigged with Wretched Witless and numerous others, Nancy Pelosi, I don't know, maybe they're all rigged, maybe our whole election system is just completely screwed, okay, and there's no such thing as an honest election anymore. Maybe that's truly the case. But that being said, the fact that any of these stupid sons of bitches are being elected, Detroit's been Democrat for how many years? Decades. And it's been shit since they got in office. It is a freaking wreck down there with little pockets of freaking gain, okay? Hiroshima and Nagasaki are booming metropolises, okay? And we all know what happened to them, okay? They had a freaking nuclear bomb or an atomic bomb dropped on both of those cities, both of which were the largest Christian uh, concentrations of Christians in that nation, by the way, I will add. But the fact remains that it is proof positive that the Democratic Party, even before it went full-blown socialist, was more destructive than a fucking atomic bomb. That's a fact. Look at the pictures. Look it up. So anyway, they're saying the violent ideologies have continued to advocate violence and plan attacks, the bulletin said. I'd love to know who's drafting these bulletins. As of 16 of June, racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist white supremacists, now they have an acronym for this too, it's called RMVEWSs. Yeah, which again... Racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist white supremacists, okay, or RMVEWSs, yeah, were sharing downloadable links to a publication discussing targeting mass gatherings. I call bullshit on every fucking bit of this. Not to say that there aren't nut jobs out there. We all know there's freaking nut jobs. The world's full of them, okay? Critical infrastructure and law enforcement officers. So that right there, again... If you call yourself a patriot and you're looking to launch an attack of some kind or an act of violence against law enforcement, you're not part of the freaking patriotic freaking group that I'm part of. Sounds more to me like BLM, Antifa maybe. I would say, yeah, probably Antifa, okay, especially if they're a RMVEWS. Okay, which again, like I said, is racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist white supremacists. Say that three times real fast. In a sense, this is what they, okay, again, this is a fucking assumption. In a sense, we have the perfect storm, a senior law enforcement official told ABC News. Yeah, it's a very volatile moment, and it's about to be a more target-rich environment. Listen to this shit. Can you hear this? They are spreading it on like crunchy frickin' peanut butter. I've never heard such freaking bullshit 
propaganda in my freaking life. This official encouraged the public not to be in a panic mode, but to be alert and to reach out to law enforcement if they see anything suspicious in the coming weeks. Because God knows, you know, me carrying a gun on my leg, that's freaking suspicious, okay? I got a three percenter flag on the back of my freaking big Chevy. I'm sure that's fucking suspicious. So does that make me a, uh, here, I got to go back and look at it because I can't memorize it. Does that make me an RMVEWS? A racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist white supremacist? So they get into some really big words here. This is college shit here now. Sociopolitical factors that possibly contributed to violent acts in 2020, including social isolation and other pandemic-related stressors and divisive political climates. Well, yeah, I'd say the divisive political climates exist, but as far as uh, the isolation and pandemic-related stressors, I didn't have any. But they say these continue to exist. The document, this document that they keep pointing to, which was pushed to 18,000 law enforcement agencies on Monday, bluntly states, Homeland Security officials also expressed fears about the recent rise in mass shootings nationwide. Anybody remember any of these being committed by militia or white supremacists? Anybody? Throw, throw something on here if you do. If you know of one, point it out. We'll look it up. Noting that it increases our concern for violence, particularly in advance of upcoming holiday celebrations and anniversaries associated with high-profile extremist attacks. While no specific plot has been identified for Independence Day, the intelligence brief ominously notes that federal officials are seeing evidence of planning by radicals, particularly white supremacists and violence-prone people. Imagine that, folks. Yeah, I call bullshit. The Department of Homeland Security is focused on the nexus between violence and extremist ideologies. The DHS said in a statement to ABC News, DHS is enhancing its ability to prevent acts of domestic terrorism inspired by disinformation, which is those little things they put underneath everything we fucking post as Trump-loving, you know, conservatives and, and whites at that, okay? So anyway, yeah, so DHS is enhancing its ability to prevent acts of domestic terrorism inspired by disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives spread through social media and other online platforms. DHS is committed to sharing information with our partners to ensure the safe and security of all communities across the country. Yeah, that's why you freaking shut down BLM. Yeah, remember it well. Actually, no, I don't, because you didn't, you dumbasses. We encourage the public to remain vigilant and to report any suspicious activity to local and state enforcement and the FBI. Fucking bunch of idiots. That's what FBI stands for. Fucking bunch of idiots. Yeah. So, so, you look at this shit. There's another article here. I'm not even going to read it. How the House Select Committee will go about investigating the January 6th riot at the Capitol. I don't remember seeing any headlines about investigating all the BLM and Antifa riots where they burnt cities to the fucking ground, smashing, looting, murdering, including police officers. I don't remember seeing any headlines about that. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, I remember seeing a bunch about that where he had to defend his life. Yeah, I remember that one. 
So here we go again. Facebook is trying to route out extremism by asking users if they have been exposed to extremist content from their friends. People, if you still remember when I said, if you have any freaking uh, progressive, democratic, liberal freaking friends on your Facebook to dump those stupid fucking sons of bitches because their stupidity is freaking dangerous. This is exactly what I was talking about. Okay, this is what I was getting at. So Facebook is trying to route out extremism by asking their users if they have been exposed to extremist content from their friends. Yeah. The social media giant said it's part of a test to provide resources and support to people because God knows some of you have probably been traumatized by some of the memes that I've read. The trial aims to identify those who have been exposed to extremist content and previous offenders of community guidelines. Well, that probably sums up most everybody on this live feed, I would think. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? That's what it says. You can't make this shit up. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? <laughs> this is just... Facebook users are reporting that they're seeing this alert on the social media site. They're also receiving warnings that they may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently, according to screenshots shared on Twitter. These prompts are accompanied by links to get support because God knows you probably need some psychiatric freaking help after some of the memes I've seen. Yeah. Where users will be directed to resources like Life After Hate, a nonprofit organization I'm sure that is not funded in any way, shape, or form by George Soros or any other socialist fucking organization, you ignorant sons of bitches. But it's a nonprofit organization that's working to help people leave violent far right groups, according to a CNN report, another bastion of honesty and truthfulness. This test is part of a larger work to assess ways to provide resources and support to people on Facebook who may have engaged with or were exposed to extremist content. So even if you were engaged in it, they have a way to help you, okay? You can get help. You need help for your conservative whiteness, okay? But this test is part of our larger work to assess ways to provide resources and support to people on Facebook who may have engaged with or were exposed to extremist content. Or may know someone who is at risk, because God knows it's just one small little click over the edge into white extremism. Okay, Facebook told Insider in a statement adding that it's also partnering with NGOs and academic experts in this space. According to Reuters report, the trial is also part of Facebook's commitment to the Christ Church Call to Action. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. This Christ Church place, run from the fucking halls of this shithole freaking organization. If it is teamed up with Facebook, I assure you, there is no Christ in it, and there is no church. All right? Just giving you a heads up there. But they seek to eliminate extremist content online. This is how they get you, folks. Remember when I talked about the deterioration of the church? This is exactly what I'm talking about, and this is exactly how Adolf Hitler managed to get all the Jews, okay, into them shithole apartments and take them over to frickin' Auschwitz and others and gas them, okay, through organizations like Christ Church, okay? Doesn't that sound warm and fluffy? It just sounds like it just exudes God. 
It was set up two months ago after a 2019 attack on a mosque in Christchurch, New Zealand that killed 17 and was live-streamed on social media. We all remember this, okay? This is what they bring out, okay? When they freaking nurture one group over another, they freaking bring this. Got another one here. Facebook wants to know if your friends are extremists. Facebook is toying with a new service. Yeah, toying. With a new service that includes letting users report their friends for perceived extremist activity. I don't see any danger in that there, do you? See anything wrong with that? We're in for some shit, folks, okay? And again, Facebook is a freaking bastion for this. As I said, Mark Fuckerberg never created freaking uh Facebook, I assure you, this is a CIA-created social media outlet so they can allow people to, hey, Brother Dave, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, so they can let David Gwillis here, good. My mom's here. Sister Kathy is here. Man, y'all snuck in the back door on me. So anyway, but they want to know if your friends are extremists, okay? So they're toying with the new service that includes letting users report their friends for perceived extremist activity. Let me tell you something. If you report me for what you perceive as extremism, the word friend, I don't think will apply ever. Okay. Facebook is testing a new feature that will allow users to report other users for extremist activity. Sounds like freaking Nazi Germany to me, baby. It's part of an effort to limit the amount of hate speech and other harmful information that the platform has become associated with in recent history. Facebook has received plenty of bad press over the past few years due to their inactivity when faced with extremist content, with many sources citing them as a core reason for a rabid political discourse and division in the USA. Yeah, well, there is a rabid political discourse because you know what? The truth is, we don't want your fucking socialism, okay? We don't want your fucking communism either. And I heard Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants, the fucking pedophile, call this country again. Okay, now mind you, this is the man that holds the highest elected office in the United States, called this country a fucking democracy. Now how freaking uneducated, stupid, freaking ignorant do you have to be to call this nation a democracy. If you're that age and been in government that long and you don't know the difference between a freaking democracy and a republic, you are some special kind of freaking stupid. Eighth graders know the difference between a democracy and a freaking republic, okay? There is a massive difference. But the President of the United States believes that this is a democracy. And the way things are looking, who knows? Maybe it freaking is a democracy now. While social media sites used to be able to hide behind Section 230, a law that stated websites were not responsible for the posts of their users, a recent amendment, of course, in 2018, has stated that any human rights violations associated with website are the responsibility of the site itself, leading to companies cracking down on these instances. So what is Facebook testing? Facebook, uh, its new anti-extremist system looks like it's going to take two different forms of approach. Firstly, Facebook will let you know if it detects you being exposed to any kind of extremist material. Okay. Secondly, Facebook may actually ask their users to report people that they think may fall under the extremist umbrella. So hey, by all means, 
leave your freaking far left leaning socialist loving freaking aunt betty on there okay leave her on your facebook so she can report you because i promise you she will and that goes for any of these other people that you never realized you know you grew up with them as kids all right best buddies in the sandbox they grow up they're a socialist loving freaking liberal and now you think because you have history that you're still friends that's bullshit their fucking stupidity is dangerous to you and anybody around you okay so check your freaking loyalties I don't want to live in an echo chamber, but I'll tell you right now, I would never abide. Anybody that says that they like socialism or they embrace socialism or that they believe this freaking COVID bullshit, okay? Anybody like that, they are off my fucking Facebook. I will have no part of it. I do not have time to waste talking or interacting with stupid people because their stupidity is dangerous. It could infect an, an unsuspecting individual on my page. We know the truth, folks. We know what the game plan is, okay? We know what the overall game plan is. This test is part of our larger work to assess ways to provide resources and support to people on Facebook who may have engaged with or were exposed to extremist content. While the detection of extremist content would be difficult through use of an algorithm, Due to how many complex forms extremist rhetoric can manifest itself, like memes, relying on users will also have its own downfalls as users with extremist friends are likely to share similar views in the first place. And this is what I'm saying, folks. You need to dump these people and dump them fast. They are dangerous and they have no place. So what they're doing here is they're splitting hairs. And so I wanted to bring this up. I want to read you the definition of patriotism and nationalism, and you make up your own mind, okay? The definition of patriotism, according to Merriam-Webster, is love for or devotion to one's country, okay? That's it. Pretty plain and frickin' simple. I'll read it again. Patriotism is this. Love for or devotion to one's country, okay? That's patriotism. So let's go over to nationalism, and let's read that. Nationalism, devotion, especially excessive or undiscriminating devotion to the interests or culture of a particular nation or state. That's it. So even though this one for nationalism is a little more wordy, that's what it is. A devotion to the interests or culture of a particular nation or state. That's it. Okay. But now they'll have you believe that nationalism, put behind the word white or Christian or anything else, makes you a bad person. When in fact it's actually a synonym for patriotism. They're two words with identical meanings. And even though one has been bastardized by Adolf Hitler because God knows what happened with his nationalism, I think he took that to the extremes, like anything else, you know, aspirin's good for you. Eat 30 of them, you might want to head for the frickin' emergency room. Okay? I want to read this, and I think it's only fitting. And I'm just going to read the first part here. Seeing as how this is Independence Day, I watched, uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Andrew Dice, I think it is, interviewing Californians. Okay? Some of these people look to be in their 40s and 50s. 
asking them who we won our independence from. He asked them when uh, Karl Marx, and uh, he mentioned another name, what was it? Um, John Wilkes Booth. He's asking these people, so other than Karl Marx and John Wilkes Booth, who signed the Declaration of Independence? And these people played right along with it. They had no clue that freaking these two people, that Karl Marx, okay, staunch communist of Russia, and the other, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, and the only name they could come up with was Benjamin Franklin. They had no clue who else had signed the Declaration of Independence. Okay, they had no idea who the other founding fathers were. They had no idea what year we won our freedom, okay, when that was ratified. They had no idea who we won our freaking freedom from. They were clueless. They were clueless, absolutely clueless. And that is the world we live in today, folks. If you do not have any more respect, love, or concern for the, the foundational freaking principles of this nation, we're doomed. And he asked many people, folks, none of them got it right. So I'm going to read this from the U.S. Constitution. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Now, there's some important words in there, folks, some important phrases. One is ensure domestic tranquility. I'd say this nation is just about void of that. Establish justice. I say they pretty much bastardized that about as bad as they can. Promote the general welfare. They definitely don't do that. Okay, so these are all the things that our federal government has failed at miserably. Okay, they have accomplished none of this. As a matter of fact, they're doing the exact opposite. And then it says that uh, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, meaning for those that are going to come behind us, folks, as I've said before, we are simply a bridge between the last generation and the next generation. And what legacy is it exactly that we're going to leave behind? This here, I'm going to read the whole thing because I think it's important. I hope you'll bear with me, but I'm going to read it because I think there's some important things in here to take into consideration when we look at when people start talking about taking our guns away, the freedoms we've lost, and the reasoning behind the Declaration of Independence. So I'm going to read this. Please bear with me. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitled them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, 
that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. Laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shewn that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. For when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let's fa let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the uh, depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. That one's going to affect us here when it comes to the new voting laws that they're going to pass, and they will pass them. He has dissolved representative house, houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount of payment for their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to our jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and acknowledged by our laws giving his assent to their acts of pretending legislation. 
for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in the neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. Folks, as I read these, this is at least what our government has been doing to us for a long time now. And I see no end in sight. Yeah, and I believe that's true, Brother Dave. Perhaps Facebook was set up to do this very thing to separate us and weed out those of us who know what the fuck is going on with these demonic... Uh, Lead ass wipes, I agree. Glad to have you, Ryan. That job you're painting looks absolutely gorgeous. Hi, Debbie, glad you're here. A democracy is mob rule, absolutely. Yeah, he's still in the thick of all the... Uh, he's asking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, he's still in the thick of all of his uh, bullshit. So anyway, folks, thought it was important to read that. With these heat waves going on across the nation, folks, food shortages are going to become extremely apparent here in the not-too-distant future. I know I keep saying this, prices are going up in leaps and bounds, and it's going to get much worse. We have crops burning up all over the country. They're cultivating, they're plowing them under because they can't even water them. You look at the primary areas of agriculture that feed this nation, all of them are in extreme droughts. And as I said, a lot of farmers are plowing the crops under because they can't water them enough. Talking to one of the local farmers here, we got this extremely excellent rain a few days ago. They thought they could wait a day or two uh, before they had to irrigate, and uh, they didn't make it. Uh, so they have to irrigate endlessly, even here in Michigan, which hasn't been near as bad as it's been in other places. Rampant fires around the country, and this is just the beginning, folks. We're coming into some really hot stuff. We're in July. We're at the 4th. By the end of July, we have August. I think things are going to get pretty bad out there in the agricultural community. Power outages and things like that. Things are going to start happening at a high rate of speed, folks. I truly, truly predict. And you look at the, uh, the economy and what's happening. I don't care what they say, folks. Um... The businesses that do have employees typically are run by kids. They're a bunch of idiots for the most part, especially fast food restaurants. They've got some good help there, but very little. We're in dire straits. So I'm going to plug it again, divest from the dollar, gold, silver, ammunition, food, water, medications, folks. This is no time to drop the ball, okay? And spend money on frivolous things. Now is the time you need to be putting things away because this is not going to improve. We're in the very beginning of Sniffy Joe's Squishy Pants. He's got well over three years left. Imagine the type of damage and havoc this man can inflict on this nation. 
if he even makes it that far. I doubt he even will, but I don't think Camel Toe Harris is going to be any better, although I think she's smarter than he is. And I've said this before. Imagine this. Of all the Democrats out there, and I use the word Democrat uh, loosely because they are, in fact, socialists, period. But of all the Democrats out there, you cannot possibly tell me that Joe Biden was the best man they had to offer. That is just utter freaking lunacy that anybody would believe that. I would rather see Bernie Sanders in there, and he is a full-blown admitted socialist. But he's smart. Look at where he's at. These people don't get there by being stupid. Joe Biden, on the other hand, I don't know what to frickin' hand that over to. But the fact of the matter is, folks, this is just flat out nothing but a ploy. So it's getting closer to dark. Fireworks are about to begin here in the not-too-distant future. And again, you guys, God bless this nation and the good, hard-working people of this nation. I pray that our Heavenly Father blesses each and every one of you. I pray that he blesses this nation with another run of liberty and freedom. That he watches over you and your families, your loved ones, those that are serving this nation in the military abroad. I pray that he touches the hearts of each of these men and women in the military, that they would never march against their people. I pray you guys have a great remainder of your Independence Day weekend. Be careful out there. Tomorrow's Monday. I gave my guys a day off. I'm probably going to go back out and train some more. Train when it's hot. Train when it's raining. Train when it's freezing cold because that's probably when shit's going to hit the fan. I doubt it's going to be a 65-degree day in sunshine. So train like your life depends on it, folks, because it does. Having a weapon does not constitute the ability to protect yourself. There is so much more than that. Train anywhere, anytime. If you don't know where, reach out. I'm sure some of us can point you in the right direction. You're going to need it. God bless all of you. Have a great night. Happy Independence Day. May our Heavenly Father bless this nation. Have a good night.